How many times a day do you think that you don't actually say what you're thinking? Often our words don't match our feelings. Have you found yourself being asked to do something when you're already busy and you're overwhelmed and you say, yeah, sure, no worries, I'll do that, when you're really just thinking... There is nothing worse I could think of. 131873, I'd love to know, what are the words and phrases you use that you don't actually mean? 131873, the first one that comes to mind for me is when you're talking to anybody, you might have seen an old friend or a colleague, you know, g'day, how are you? Oh, good, good, good. You say good, but it's just almost like a reaction. You don't actually, or a reflex, you don't actually mean it. Joining me now is organisational uh, psychologist and believer of truth, Joe Hart. Joe, good morning. G'day, Richard. How are you? Going well, thank you. Um, did you actually mean that, or is that just something that just came out? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get you out. I was trying to catch you out there, so <laughs> if you're being honest or not. <laughs> Why do we often not say what we're actually feeling? Look, um, I, there's various reasons. I think sometimes it's, um, you know, just not wanting to burden somebody. Sometimes it's not wanting to hurt somebody else's feelings. You know, for example, if uh, my wife asks me, do I look fat in this dress or how do I look? You know, and if I honestly think she's not looking great in it, uh, it's probably going to hurt her feelings. So I'm not refraining from being entirely honest to protect her. Um, now, some might say that that's, that's not okay and I should be honest. Uh, I'd like to think that we use our judgment and better side of empathy to determine what's the appropriate context in which you really be honest. In a in a day to day, I suppose your average day for your average person, mm. you, and you you're going about just you know your normal thing. You may wake up and you you do what you need to do, and you you go off to work. Why in those mm. examples, you know, do we not actually say, you know what? I actually don't want to take on that extra role today. So you're not worried about mm. necessarily hurting someone's feelings, but it's almost like you're you're changing the perception of how you feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, it's a really tough one, and I think uh, when it comes to work, you know, we've got this desire to to really impress. You know, we call it impression management, where we turn up to work and we want to put our best foot forward. You know, just in case there's an opportunity to uh, progress. Get a, get a promotion, and so we don't want to let anyone down. And if it's our boss or somebody senior to us that we think, well, we can't say no just because that's going to be a bad look or it's going to be career-limiting, we find ourselves just agreeing to stuff that's ridiculous. And, um, and sometimes it's at the expense of uh, our well-being and what we know uh, is actually going to uh, damage us, you know, either our health or our relationship with our family or even our colleagues uh, to a certain extent. So, you know, it, it really is difficult. To manage. It might be difficult, but how beneficial is it for you, especially to, to say that word no? Mm. I think I think yeah. I find myself doing it. I reckon I did it last week. I said no to something and afterwards I thought, oh no, you know, what have I done? Am I sending the wrong message? You know, do they think I'm not serious? But uh, I stood back and I just thought, you know what? No, I, I, I'm glad I said that because mm. I don't actually want to take that on. I, I want to be doing other things that are, are more meaningful to me. Mm, mm, absolutely. It, it is so beneficial. And I think if we can get beyond the fear uh, of, of what's going to happen, if we say no, because I think people just assume something bad will happen. If you say no, uh, it, it's going to mean the end, of the end of the job or the end of the world for you, or you'll never get asked, asked again or never get an opportunity. But to, to actually empower yourself and step into to what you know is right, 
I think it's so uh, so reaffirming and it builds your confidence and it actually reorients you to what you know is most important. Uh, because sometimes uh, you'll agree to something and you'll take that extra work on only to turn up the following day and be asked, where's that other work that you were meant to do? And so, well, hang on. I thought that was a priority uh, or this new piece of work was a priority. So I, I focused on that and then dropped everything. And now I'm being punished because I didn't get the other work done. So you can make a rod for your own back and not really think through all the consequences. Uh, so I think being honest and saying, look, uh, I would like to help you. However, can we talk about the other work I've got on and the priorities I need to manage? Because it's not really something I can get done in the time that you've given me. So if we can talk about priorities, then happy to happy to plan how I'm going to get it done. And that's just a nice way to, to do it. If if people find them, you know themselves, if they finds that they find it hard to to you know, I suppose break the mold of making others happy or, or actually saying mm-hmm. you know what's actually on their mind. Well, is there any little bits of, I suppose, um, you know, techniques or little exercises people can do to you know to warm up to to saying no or, or saying you know what actually uh, I don't want to do that or yeah. or saying how they actually feel. Yeah. Look. Uh, yeah, I think what we all suffer from, uh, especially people that fall in the category of being a bit of a yes person or a people pleaser, and I, I know there'll be people listening thinking, yeah, that's me, um, give yourself time, right? So, so often we feel like we, we can't respond in the time given, so we, we get a bit anxious in the moment and we, we agree to something that we later go, why did I say yes? Why did I agree to that? So just buy yourself a bit of time and say, look, I, I just need to make a phone call and check in on on so-and-so or my colleague or my partner just to make sure that that's going to be okay and I'll come back in, say, an hour. Would that be okay? And so, therefore, you're sort of giving yourself a bit of time and you're also making sure that that person's understanding what you're needing in that process. And usually people agree to it and say, yep, no worries, just let me know because I've got to get get an answer by the end of the day so I can figure out who can do it if you can't. Um, so that's that's one really simple technique that I think um, will make the world of difference for people. It's funny you're saying the you know the, the power of no, but also I'm also thinking about you know when people don't say yes enough to things, and now because. Mm. I suppose when we when you agree, where what we're talking about here, when you agree to doing things when you don't want to do it, you're actually you know you're putting yourself out of your comfort zone. But often we can find ourselves trying to stay too comfortable by saying no to things yeah. all the time instead of saying you know what I should push myself out of my comfort zone and and say yes. So it's it, it yeah. seems like a fine line. How, how do you find that balance? Yeah, look, I think uh, that's a really interesting one because if someone's lacking confidence or, or they don't have a lot of self-belief, they might find themselves saying no to opportunities or just not putting their hand up. You know, uh, sometimes it's to, it's to a group of people. And it's like, would anyone t- like to take on this project? And, and those that tend to put their hand up and say yes, get the opportunities and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll get favour and, and uh, more responsibility as a result. And, you know, ambition uh, sometimes is a good thing. Um, and like you said, I think we do, to an extent, we all like to be comfortable, uh, but we all like growth as well. And even though growth is uncomfortable, uh, it's where we're at our best, where, where we're most engaged and where we're enjoying life. Uh, so, you know, or the answer to that question or conundrum is, you know, be honest with yourself first. You know, are you the sort of person that's saying no because you're fearing uh, failure? Right. So, so I guess it comes down to the intention. You know, are you saying yes uh, because you think it's a good look or somebody else wants you to say yes versus 
that's what you really want to do or you believe that it's going to be good for you to have a go and put yourself out there. So I think it comes down to the intent. And, um, and that self-talk, I think, is, is probably where we spend 80% of the time um, lying to ourselves right? Doing a bit of a number on ourselves and tricking ourselves into uh, what we should be saying versus uh, what we really believe. And uh, that self-talk is so critical. 131873, what are the words and the phrases you use that you don't actually mean? Joe, for you, where do you reckon that the part of your life where you're not actually saying uh, what you're actually meaning? Oh, gosh, look, there's, there's probably a lot. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, with, with my kids. Um, yes, I often that was my first and, thought too. <laughs> I try and protect them uh, by not necessarily uh, letting them know exactly how I'm feeling. Now, maybe it's uh, something to do with an argument that I've had with my wife. Maybe it's something to do with a bad day at work. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think it's fair to shield, from that, uh, shield them from that all the time because mm. they sense what's going on. And um, I'd say that's probably the, the biggest area that I trip myself up on, to be honest. You know what uh, I was thinking as well, RE kids, uh, when m- my wife says to me, oh, do you want to change his nappy? Yeah, I don't think I've ever meant that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I cast my mind back to um, a time where I was at work and one of the biggest opportunities that I had was, you know, a big promotion. It was a leadership responsibility. And, and it was the first time I'd been offered a management role. And so uh, the first honest internal dialogue I had was, I really don't want this role. Well, I'm yeah. not up for it. And um, the other half, uh, half of me said, well, hang on, this is more money. It's mm. going to be a, a good opportunity. And if you say no, maybe you'll never get that opportunity again. So I was really dancing that line of, you know, do I push myself out of my comfort zone or do I stay true to what I believe is, is where I'm at? And, um, and it turned out to be a real mistake. I did do it in the end, and it wasn't great. Uh, it, it really did uh, turn into a bit of trauma for me. Mm. Well, sorry to hear that. <laughs> but, um, well, not at all. It's, uh, I think we've all got stories like that. I, of course, I learned a lot, mm. but, um, yeah, I wasn't being honest with myself, and, and that I paid the price. I suppose it's difficult too because a lot of the time we might, you know, I, I like what you're saying about taking that time to, to reflect inward or talk to a, a loved one and actually talk about it because you might have a, a knee-jerk response which you think is is yeah. is your truth but it might not actually be. That's it. And, um, and often we seek counsel from those that are well-meaning and love us but um, but maybe they're not the best person to be seeking counsel from. So, you know, I'd encourage people if they are going to talk to someone, don't don't necessarily uh, confide in their parents or their best friend because, you know, they're not always honest with us either. Mm. Um, speak to someone a bit objective who's, who's maybe a mentor, maybe a coach, uh, maybe someone, um, maybe call one of the, the Beyond Blue or Lifeline uh, calls or, or uh, you know, uh, any of those helplines to enable you to have an objective conversation and just work through it because I think sometimes uh, the people that love us most tend to lie to us most, unfortunately, and it's usually for the right intention, but it has uh, unforeseen consequences. Or they might have blinkers on. In your instance, if I went to my mother with that, she would have said, is it more money? Yes, take it. So it might not always be uh, so helpful. Joe Hart. That's that's what my wife said. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Joe Hart, organisational psychologist and believer of truth, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks, Richard.